Welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Talent Domar Taylor. It is October 4th. It is 78 degrees in here. We got a full lineup for you today. We get the t- NBA preseason this early in the year. NFL Week 4 predictions. I mean, round up. NFL Week 4 round up. NFL Week 5 predictions. The multi-vest games to Watch, we got our fantasy football tips for you ladies. We get to talk some Major League Baseball playoffs and just some Major League Baseball transactions. And folks, whew, before we go any further, you know what I say, we go to the time, we go to the web. It's always a good time to talk some sports. Man, whew. But also, we already got some breaking news for you guys. I shouldn't say breaking news, but you know how we like to do. If we can, we always like to watch some kind of game in the background. So... <laughs> Currently, right now, in the back, we have the WNBA Finals between the LA Sparks, who are playing the Minnesota Lynx. Minnesota Lynx are currently at home, and they are up. It is Game 5 of the NBA Finals. And for them, this is the final game, because they play five-game series. This is winner-take-all, folks. This is everything. Give me what you got. Give, give, give me what you got. We're gonna. We, we're not even gonna wait. We ain't gonna hesitate. We're gonna start off real early. Like we're just gonna talk football. We're gonna get into some football because we want to make sure that we get everything out today. We ain't gonna hesitate. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna dilly dally. We 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 ain't gonna do what I'm doing right now. Basically, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's what I'm not gonna do. So we gonna continue. Very first up. <laughs> On the lineup, we have Chicago versus Green Bay. The one and Chicago versus Green Bay. And remember, we also do this in cooperation with our mighty picks. So we hope to get lucky in a lot of places. And we were able to get lucky. We were able to get lucky. So as we picked, Green Bay beat Chicago 35-14. to As Green Bay improved to 3-1, Chicago falls to 1-3. New Orleans beats my beats the brakes off of Miami and England. Right, or London. In England. London, England. 20 to nothing. As New Orleans improves to 2-2 two and, two and Miami falls to 1-2. Carolina, which we were wrong about this one. Carolina beats New England 33 to 30. Carolina improves to 30 to 3 and 1. New England falls to 2 and 2. The Jacksonville Jaguars lose to the New York Jets 20 to 23 as the New York Jets improve to 22 and 2 and the Jacksonville Jaguars fall to 2 and 2. The Tennessee Titans lose to the Houston Texans and loses an understatement, folks. They got the brakes beat off. I'm talking about, listen, I said the brakes was beat off of Miami. I'm sorry. What Jackson, what Houston did to Tennessee was huff and puff and blow their brick house down. That was a final score of 14 to 57 in favor of Houston. And folks, whew, very first game that was considered the multi-vest game of the week was Pittsburgh versus Dallas. And folks, I thought this was going to be a good game, but this game was a blowout. Through three quarters, folks, as Tennessee went on to, I'm sorry, as Pittsburgh went on to win 26-9 over Baltimore. This is a game that Le'Veon Bell saw rushed for 144 yards on 35 attempts, put it in two touchdowns. Ben Roethlisberger threw for over 200 yards in a touchdown. And if, if if you're talking about there was any kind of bright side from Baltimore, we're talking about Alex Collins, folks, the running back, who was able to put up 82 yards 
on only nine attempts. We're going to see what Baltimore does with their running game because Baltimore's going to need to do something to bounce back. Next up, we have Cincinnati versus Cleveland, and Cincinnati <laughs> Cincinnati defeats Cleveland. And this was the game of the donuts, folks. Both of these teams went into this went went, went into this game 0-3. And, and we kind of figured that Cincinnati was gonna have their first win here. And Cincinnati did winning winning 31-7. So if you followed my mighty pick so far, and so far up until these first seven games, you only have one loss. That would have been New England versus Carolina. And you know what? I think a lot of people would have bet against me on that one. But something's going on with New England's defense. We'll have to figure that one out. Next game is going to be Detroit versus Minnesota, and we had Minnesota winning at home, but Minnesota lost at home to Detroit, fourteen to seven. This is another game that was on the mighty, that was on the multi-vest games to watch the MVGTW, right? As we had Stephon Diggs catch for ninety, put up ninety-eight yards. We had Delvin Cooks rush for sixty-six yards on thirteen attempts, and also put up one touchdown. Unfortunately for Delvin Cook, he left that game a little bit injured. So, ladies, we're gonna ha- I'm going to have some tips recorded him later on in the show. But for right now, just make sure you recognize. If you have Delvin Cooks and you wonder what to do with him, just know he definitely shouldn't be in your lineup. Next up, we have the L.A. Rams who beat the Dallas Cowboys 35-30 to to improve to 3-1 and as the Dallas Cowboys fall to 2-2. Two two. Next, we have Buffalo Bills. Shockingly, folks, they did put up a shocker and they beat the Atlanta Falcons 23 to 17. As the Buffalo Bills improve to 3 1, Atlanta Falcons take the first L of the season, folks. And right now, listen, 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 listen. There's a couple of teams I'm going to tell you <laughs> not to get too overly excited for. Right? If you're playing right, if, if you look at the team right now, because there's one thing I need you to take in consideration. Right now, we're only talking about the first quarter of the NFL season. The first quarter of the NFL season, ironically, has started to look like the preseason because of how little these guys do play in the preseason. So sometimes these first four games aren't a complete indicator of how teams may look, but on how teams may, may improve or fall. We'll talk about that later. Next up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Los Angeles Chargers. I keep wanting to say Clippers. <laughs> 26 to 24 as the as the LA Chargers still haven't won a game this season. But you know what? They are not the only ones as the San Francisco 49ers fall to Arizona Cardinals 15 to 18. And they're also charged with they also joined with another lovable loser. The New York Giants also haven't won a game this season as they fall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 23 to 25. As as Tampa Bay improved to 2 and 1 and the New York Giants fall to 0 and 4. Yes, folks, those are the only let me, let me double check real quick. Double check, double check, double check. Discount, double check, double check, double check. <laughs> those are the only undefeated. Those are the only winless teams in the, in the league so far. We have the San Francisco 49ers, the New York Giants, and the L.A. Chargers. So basically, Cali and New York are losers. That's how this looks like. Followed up, we had the next multiverse game to watch, which was Oakland Raiders versus the Denver Broncos. And you know what? Kind of everything that we expected to happen happen here. And, and if you were following my fantasy football tips, then you didn't play Marshall Lynch. Because not only has Marshall Lynch was struggling, but also Denver's defense has been stuffing running backs. And they stuffed Marshall Lynch. Nine attempts, 12 yards. That is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. As we got to give you guys a quick update. <laughs> Minnesota 28. LA Sparks 21. I think they didn't send Candace Parker to the line. Nope. They just zoomed in on that pretty face of hers. Back to the action. So Marshawn Lynch is held to only 12 yards in this game versus Denver. While... His counterpart on the other side, Denver's running back, C.J. Anderson, puts up 95 yards, granted, on 20 attempts. So he had twice as many yards, twice as many attempts. But that doesn't excuse for the fact that he had basically eight 
times as many yards. Eight? Eight. Eight times as many yards. Beast Mode got eight with eight times as many yards. And folks, we had another tragedy in this game. Oakland lost their quarterback again. So just when you thought things might have been rolling and another season where Oakland thought they might have been a Super Bowl contender, their quarterback just can't stay healthy. So in one instance, one brother just couldn't stop getting sacked and this other brother can't stay healthy. It is not looking for the it's not looking good for the car legacy at all. As we continue, Indiana falls to Seattle embarrassingly. 18 to 46. As Indiana, Indianapolis fall to one and three, Seattle improves to two and two, and we have now our Monday night game, which is the very last multiverse game to watch. As we told you, we we were we were interested to see how Kirk Cousins was gonna play because it, Kirk Cousins has been an interesting story has been an interesting story to follow has been an interesting story to watch. He is it has been interesting to see what he is gonna do after. A season where everybody just can't stop mentioning of how this one guy lost two 1,000-yard receivers in one season. And you want to see how he's going to produce. And so far, Kurt Cousins is still producing. Now, mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you. Washington didn't win this game as they lost 20-29 to to Kansas City Chiefs. And Kansas City Chiefs are now the only team sitting on the top of the mountain. Basically. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes. I mean, for them, we're talking about playoffs. They are destined to go to the playoffs. At this point in time, as Alex Smith is, is definitely looking like a true quarterback, finally getting the ball down the field, throwing receivers open, but also a mixture with Kareem Hunt, who is their rookie running back who has 21 attempts for 101 yards. They get they have a tight end, Kelsey, that puts up seven receptions for 111 yards and a touchdown in this game. But back to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, basically, not only was he... <laughs> well, obviously, he's their leading quarterback, but he also had to be their leading rusher in this game as he led the team with 30... Eight rushing yards. As the leading rusher for his team, 30, yes. That's what Kirk Cousins, seven attempts, 38 yards. As Kirk Cousins threw for two touchdowns, 220 yards. We have Alex Smith, who also threw for a touchdown, but also ran in a touchdown. Kansas City's defense, and like I said, this was a closer game than we, than we said. This game was 20-29. Kansas City defense scored... A touchdown on the very last play of the game as Washington was trying a trick play. Basically laterals and laterals on top of laterals on top of laterals. Just to try to see if they can get one last scoring drive. And that's when we have Houston from Kansas City (laughs) scoring a touchdown on defense. But more than that, part of the reason why we saw Kansas City, I mean Washington struggle so much is because they just keep on they just kept on losing player after player after player. And one of the key players they lost was Josh Norman. But he wasn't the last. Last time I checked, Washington lost a total of about six to seven players alone in this game, majority of them being on defense. Because they led through two quarters of this game. And it didn't look like they were going to slow down. And then the injuries just became too much for them. When we come back, we'll make our week five predictions. That or more, the Mighty Sports Podcast on MightyRadio.net. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, 
that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xbox in between. Even family owned and operated for over 10 years just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talent Tomar Taylor. Once again, if you are still listening, well, I want to thank you, but that means you are listening either on Mighty Radio or directly on the site Mighty Radio. <laughs> you could be listening at TuneIn Radio on the Mighty Radio, or you could just go directly to the site and listen at MightyRadio.net. Or if you're just a sports fan, you only want to listen to me when I'm doing sports, then go to MightySports.net. Mighty Sports, the Mighty Sports Entertainment. We got a little bit of everything going on these days. Expanding as much as we can. Trying to share with you people as much as we can. So now we have week five of the NFL coming up. Danger zone. As I told you, that there's something to be said about week four. Week four is really just the first the first quarter of the NFL. And there's a couple of teams that you don't want to overreact to early. One team is definitely going to be the New England Patriots. New England Patriots, for the better part of the last half a decade or so, so let's say the last five years, they have been this team that starts off slow. A team that within the first four games, you kind of you kind of get opportunity to see what mistakes they have, or they get the opportunity to see what mistakes they have. And generally speaking, from my experience, that those same mistakes that you see them exhibit in the first in the first in the first quarter of the NFL season those are not the same mistakes that you'll see through the other three quarters of the NFL season that's one thing I'm not I'm not gonna be overly down on when it comes to their record or their winning another team I wouldn't be overly excited about right now are the New York Jets and 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 I'm and I'm coming from a side where listen where they're currently two and two, and you're starting to see signs of their defense and signs of their offense. But just to keep it in, in in perspective, New York Jet fans, do not get overly excited about what's going on here. Another team I would say not to get overly excited about so far is Buffalo. Buffalo has never as they start out three and one, them a lot more than the Jets because Buffalo has this thing where every single year. They every single year for just about the last five, six, seven years. Thirty-three of twenty-six, Minnesota. For about the last five, six, seven years, five to seven years, Buffalo Bills have started out very well for the first quarter of the season. We're talking about this times where they started out four and zero, and then barely won a game the rest of the season. So. I'm not sure if it's one things once once things get cold in Buffalo, they just really start to struggle up there. But for the last couple of years, they have not been doing it, and we're even talking about a team that hadn't launched Sean McCoy for a couple of those years. So, if you're Buffalo, I'm not getting too excited. If I'm the Jets, you're not getting too excited. And if I'm the Patriots, I'm not being too I'm not getting too worried because if you're the Patriots. You have to remember you play in the AFC East, and while I told you not to worry. I just told two of the teams in the AFC East that have the same record as you or have a better record than you to not get too excited. Everybody else, you're kind of where you're at. You're kind of even killed. If you're Green Bay, you should be kind of excited. If you're Minnesota, eh, you should you should be going the opposite direction at this point in time as you keep running through injuries. Washington, kind of the same way. Cincinnati, you kind of came with this in, into the season with, with expectations, but very quickly realized ah, things may not go our way. If you're Dallas, you should be a little bit worried if you're Dallas. If you're a Dallas fan, you should definitely 
definitely start to be least concerned. I don't know. You should be concerned. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if I, if I call it overreaction or underreaction, but you should be concerned. Two and two may be indicative of how the rest of your season may go. Dead even at eight and eight. But let's not dwell too much more on the past, right? Because we've already visited there. But let us move on to the future. And start making some of these week five predictions. Because you know what? Week five is the week that starts the bye week. Right? Suavemente. Which means that it is the first week that some of these teams get a chance to rest. They get a chance to take it slow. They get a chance to take it easy. They get a week off. So the, the first, so there's four teams on the bye this week. That's Atlanta Falcons, the Denver Broncos, New Orleans Saints, and Washington, D.C. As we now decide to get into week five of the NFL season, first game that we have, the Thursday night game, we have... New England Patriots versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to let you let that one settle for a second. Has that one settled? Has it settled? Has it sunken? So, this is going to be interesting to me. Because we all want to see, we all would love to see, if Tampa Bay can keep improving. As Tampa Bay just got a very, very, very close win, but still impressive win over the New York Giants, right? In Tampa Bay, I mind you. And now you have the New England Patriots coming in there. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have showed some light. Tyreek, um, Tyreek Evans is that? Not like Tyreek Evans. <laughs> Tyreek Evans is a, is a basketball player. But the wide receiver Evans for Tampa Bay, he has shown that he is consistent for a good 80, 90 yards a game. Maybe a touchdown here and there. Their, their tight end has shown that he's good for a good 50, 60 yards a game so far. Maybe a touchdown here and there. James Winston shows that he is definitely willing to sling that ball and willing to take turnovers whenever he can. So this is a game where he can, where if he's, if he's prepared more than he's ever been prepared because the, because the Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, are coming into his home turf and he wants to be one of them. He's going to pass this ball. And for some very odd reason, New England Patriots defense is not looking like the defense that we thought that they should be. Which is, we thought that they should be top five, at least some, somewhere along the league level. They have some really good corners, some really good safety, some guys that can rush the ball. We thought the defense would be better, especially in their secondary. Especially with their, with, with their, with their, with their cornerbacks and safeties. But something is wrong. And James Winston is the kind of quarterback to test it out. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the edge to Tampa Bay and James Winston because one I do have a favoritism towards Tampa Bay and James and and for towards James Winston and I do kind of hate New England and, and and Tom Brady, but but if, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna continue the progress, this is gonna be one of those games they have to win on Thursday night against the against the champions against New England against Tom Brady against Bill Belichick. And if Tampa, and if New England's defense is really struggling, then the then Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna light them up. But also, expect vice versa. Expect that this could be the game where Bill Belichick and his team decide to no longer no longer have these kinks, and they decide to get over those little problems that they have. And now. Instead of a, and in front of a young gunslinger, they decide to take advantage of him and pick up a couple of interceptions in this game. Maybe even take one to the house, give Tom Brady some 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 short field so he can put up some easy touchdowns. That is very much possible. But also something else to be aware of. New England's offensive line isn't looking too good either. Could they have been able to protect Tom Brady? And Tom Brady at his age can't keep taking these hits. I don't care what, what kind of kale or what kind of donuts or whatever cake he doesn't feed himself. So if he can Tampa Bay to win this game. Next up, we have San Francisco versus Indiana. And this is a game where 
I'm gonna pick, now I'm gonna pick Indiana, but if you have, I'm gonna give you some tips along the way, ladies, so pay attention, right, for fantasy football, if you have T.Y. Hilton, this is a game that you probably want to play, you, you probably want to play T.Y. Hilton, definitely a game that you probably want to give him his burn, next up, we have the New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns, and as a Jets fan, I'm more than even a Jets fan, I'm going to pick the Jets in this game, because right now, the Jets are the only team that can honestly, that if you're a fan of their, of their team, the only team that can break your heart and excite you with every single play, because everybody thought the Jets was going to be a bad team this year, and I said that, listen, listen the Jets are going to find at least two victories this year, they're going to beat the Dolphins, they're going to beat the Bills, I'm, yeah. And then we'll see along the we'll see how everything else plays out along the way. Things are gonna have to play out along the way, like right now in Cleveland. Why shouldn't we? Why couldn't we? Why wouldn't they beat Cleveland? But like I said, they're a team that breaks your heart and excites you at the same time because they're a team that we always that we kind of wanted to see. We kind of wanted to see them lose because we wanted to get a a, a big we wanted to get a high draft pick because we wanted to get one of the big quarterbacks coming out in this draft. But also, you wanted to see how this young squad can do with any kind of reasonable talent. And one of the one of the positions you wanted evaluated kind of was quarterback. But even better, what we're getting out of this is an honest evaluation of our wide receiving core. And that may be even a brighter side than anything else. Because... Listen, even if you do get a young quarterback in here, one of the things that you're definitely going to want to know is if we have any kind of serviceable talent to keep him for or to keep with him so that he can develop with. And so far, the Jets have shown that they have serviceable talent to keep on this team for a young quarterback or even an experienced quarterback. To play in this system. Oddly. So I'm picking the Jets to beat Cleveland. For the first game that's going to be considered the multivest game to watch. M-V-G-T dub. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are a team that has been showing up so far. They, They stay in close games, they they are gritty, they don't give up, and Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> outside of an Antonio Brown temper tantrum, in a game that his team still won, but didn't realize that his quarterback was under duress and couldn't get him the ball, I still think this is going to be an interesting game, even though I still believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers will come away with this victory, and prove to 4-1, and one, as Jacksonville will fall to two and three. Mind you, I expect the Cleveland Browns to stay winless when they play the Jets. Next up, we have the LA Chargers versus the New York Giants. And this is a game that I finally see the New York Giants getting their first win. As the LA Chargers have been have found a way to keep struggling. As I told you, there only there were only three undefeated teams in this in this season <laughs> coming into this. Coming into this team, coming into this week, actually. That was Cleveland, the LA Chargers, and New York Giants. So now we have two of those teams playing against each other. And one of them now has to win. And we're going to have the Giants picking up a victory at home over the Chargers. Next up, we have Buffalo versus Cincinnati. And I just don't, And as much as I, Buffalo, I told you that Buffalo kind of scares me. I don't believe in Buffalo past a certain time of the year. Cincinnati has not shown me one iota of reason to pick them in a game this year so far. And Buffalo has. So we're going to pick Buffalo and we're going to go to break. It's going to be a very quick break as we're going to talk about something that's very dear to my heart, which is women, saving women, and them titties. On October 14th, come out and catch the Mighty Sports Podcast, Mighty Radio, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and the entire 24-7 Miami lineup, live from the Susan G. Coleman Race for the Cure Marathon at Bayfront Park. Register today at ColemanMIAFTL.org. That's K-O-M-E-N-M-I-A-F-T-L 
And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I told you that was going to be a quick break. I am still your host, Talent Omar Taylor. And you're listening to, oh, I just said, Mighty Sports Podcast on MightyRadio.net. So, back to week five of the NFL season. Right. As I already told you, I have Buffalo beating Cincinnati. And we come up on our next multivest game to watch. And that's going to be the Carolina Panthers versus the Detroit Lions. As we, we have... We have Cam Newton that's still trying to prove things. Come back from injury, still kind of prove that his Super Bowl run two years ago wasn't a fluke. Still trying to prove that the five and the five and twelve record they had last year, five and thirteen, sorry, five and twelve, five and thirteen, five and eleven. Can't remember. I'm, I'm just completely drawing a blank right now. <laughs> but that five win season they had last year was a complete fluke. Five and thirteen. 5 and 11. I'm tripping. Right? Was trying to prove that that wasn't a fluke. But at the same time, like I said, he's trying to nurse so much back. So he, so he, so Mr. Dab himself, Mr. Cam Newton, Mr. Check Out the Way That I Dab, is going to have an uphill battle. As they play the Detroit Lions. A Detroit Lion team that also has something to prove. A Detroit Lion team that just recently paid Matthew Stafford. A Detroit Lion team that just lost Megatron. A Detroit Lion that just lost to the Atlanta Falcons. Has only lost to the Atlanta Falcons, I should say. But a Detroit Lions team that's 3-on-1. The last time I checked... Lions eat Panthers. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. I could be wrong. As one thing that has definitely showed up on paper, or show, or showed themselves, is Carolina's defense. And Carolina's defense has been able to keep them in games. And while Cam Newton gets back his rhythm, as Julius Peppers has kind of sort of resurrected his career as of late, being one of the sack leaders in the league. Matthew Stafford is still one of those guys that can always come back in the fourth quarter. I think that's how this game ends. With Matthew Stafford coming back in the fourth quarter and snatching a, a victory away from Carolina. Make making sure he doesn't make the same mistake that he made in Atlanta, because we're really talking about he's inches away from being undefeated, literally. Next up, we have Tennessee versus Miami, and you know what? Miami's been on a kind of a losing streak, and I see them finally getting off the slide on this one, mainly because Tennessee has lost a little bit too much. And when I say a little bit too much. I mean, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, again, one of those guys that just can't seem to stay healthy. Looks great when he is healthy, but hasn't been able to finish a lot of season. And as we're talking about quarterbacks that can't finish season, I don't want to gloss over the fact that I picked Indiana over San Francisco and how the fact that Indiana is going to win that game without Andrew Luck. But definitely with this guy, um, with their their backup quarterback, who I'm going to tell you, folks, he looks so good that... I am willing, if I'm a team looking for a quarterback, and I have to get his name now, but if I'm a team looking for his quarterback, I am willing to trade for Indiana's quarterback right now, whoever they have. Not not Andrew Luck, but whoever his backup quarterback that is started for Andrew Luck is. I believe he's a rookie. But whoever that guy is, I am willing to trade for him because he looks damn good right now as a quarterback. And he's looking better and better every game. So I'm going to watch that Indiana versus San Francisco game. And... Not only should you pick up T.Y. Hilton, if you if you could find that quarterback for India for Indianapolis, I say pick him up for one game. That's how bad San Francisco's defense is. But hey, we'll talk about that a little bit later. You know, ladies, in the segment that's made just for you. Oh sorry. <laughs> Oh, but it's about that 
time. Let's get, let's get a little bit of music going on so we can so we can break a little some things down. So next up, we have Arizona versus Philadelphia Eagles, right? Arizona versus Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz has looked good so far, but the Philadelphia Eagles keep losing plays. We said like they just recently lost Darren Sproles, and Arizona they can be iffy at times. So who do I pick? The three and one Philadelphia Eagles or the two and two Arizona Cardinals? Folks, I think we have to. I think, I think, I think we're gonna have to go affiliate home. We're gonna have to go affiliate. I, I, nah, we're gonna go Arizona road. <laughs> gonna pick Arizona on the road in this one. Something about Philly that doesn't quite hold up quite yet. And I, and I don't want to overshoot them. It's going to be a close one. Probably going to be a, be one half field goal. It's going to be something on defense. And, and the reason I'm picking Arizona is going to be is, is because of Patrick Peterson. I see him being able to bait Carson once into a couple of plays where he's going to make a mistake. And also, I want to see if Patrick Peterson is still that guy. I want to see if Patrick Peterson is still considered one of the best cornerbacks in the game. I need to see that. The team definitely puts up some numbers. They definitely cause some turnovers. This is going to be a game where you, where you want to see if they can take advantage of a young quarterback. Well, Baltimore versus versus Oakland, right? In a game that normally would pass as one of... Uh, we normally get, up, get on the radar of one of the multi-best games of the week. But you know what? No Derek Carr in this game, right? So it's, kind of, it's going to be odd to see how this game goes. I'm going to expect a heavy dose of beast mode in this game. So... We, we, we have we have things to we have we have things to look forward for to look forward to I should say. Next up, next up, next up, we have Seattle versus the LA Rams, and we are going to pick. I'm sorry, we didn't even pick a winner for Baltimore Oakland. I thought I was kind of consistent. I think we're gonna we're gonna pick Baltimore to go to go over and win in Oakland. I don't like to say because I don't, I don't, I don't like something just doesn't leave me too secure when teams fly across the country. But I think, oh, I think Baltimore can beat an Oakland team that doesn't know where they're gonna go with next at quarterback. When man, man, talk about that. Wouldn't it be a, wouldn't this be a great time? Something like it being Oakland and also soon be tied into Las Vegas. Wouldn't this be a great time? For Callan Kaepernick to come in there with Beast Mode and Callan Kaepernick, and and not, not only Callan, but also being reunited with his old wide receiver um, Michael Crabtree, and now you give him another weapon. Like we've seen, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that this is actually a good time to bring him in. Even though Callan Kaepernick's message has been so much more powerful now that he's out the league than him being in the league, this is a great time to see what he can do. This is a great time to see what he can do. I have Seattle, and we have Seattle playing the LA Rams, as Todd Gurley has been looking phenomenal so far at the beginning of this year, and the LA Rams seems that they, they have found a nice little formula to winning. I don't know if they can be quite consistent yet, but... With Seattle being at 2-2... Two and two, and the LA Rams being at 3-1. And, and the LA Rams being at home. And I'm telling you, these games at Seattle, man, don't, man, don't they ever look impressive. Baldwin comes up for monster yards. They had, their, even though they lost their running back, Kirsten, they've had another running back put up, put up monster yards. And, and, and so it is, it is very interesting to see. It is very, very interesting to see who who's always going to step up for Seattle. But one thing we do know is that they keep winning games. This is going to be a nice test. This is going to be a very, 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 very good test for Seattle on the road. 
probably going to be wrong here. Because also there's something going on with Seattle's secondary. Seattle's secondary isn't quite what it used to be. And they're, they're seeming to struggle in some places. But I don't know if the LA Rams are there yet. I'm going to give Seattle this edge just based off pedigree, to be honest with you. As we have Kansas City beating Houston, and you know you know how much I love Kansas City and what Andy Reid is doing with that team and Alex Smith and everything else. I have Kansas City beating Houston. Even though even though Houston is a tough team to beat, and man, isn't this not the opposite of what everything was before? <laughs> Where I'm, a lot of these teams, I see them winning at home, just like I see Green Bay beating Dallas on the road. That is another multi-best game to watch. We have to kind of see what's going on with Dallas. That, that's mainly what it is. Not only is that Aaron Rodgers and Dallas, but we have to kind of see what's going on with Dallas. Dallas needs to be reevaluated and see how they start off second half of the first half of the season. Basically, see how they start off the second quarter of the season. And we have Minnesota beating Chicago, going on the road and beating Chicago in the Monday night game as well. In a game that, let's call this game 20... 20, uh, 26, 20, 20, 24, 27, 20, let's call this 32 to 12, <laughs> maybe 18, maybe 15, 32 to 15, Minnesota, right, and again, basically, we're going to see a new quarterback play and a new running back play. As Chicago is going to finally swing out Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback. And Minnesota, who lost their rookie running back, who was on the verge of breaking the rookie running back record in yards, he went out with a broken ankle. So Minnesota's going to be starting a new running back as, as the same time that Chicago was starting a new quarterback. So, folks, those are the Week 5 picks. And as you know, the multi-best games to watch, Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh, Carolina versus Detroit, Green Bay versus Dallas. Man, we got a lot of time left today. We got a lot of time left today. So much time, so much time that we even get opportunity to talk... Baseball. <laughs> yes, folks, we have the Major League Baseball playoffs. All the play-ins, as they call it. It's the play-ins, play-ons, playoffs. And last night, we saw magic. As the New York Yankees advanced into the play-ins, playoffs. As Aaron Judge, A.A. Ron, hit his first home run, as well in his playoff debut, hit a home run as a rookie. And remember, folks, this is a rookie that that finished with fifty-one home runs. Who so he also broke the all-time rookie record for home for rookie for home runs in a single season in, in on your rookie season. That's Aaron Judge. And as we're talking about home runs, let's not forget what Juan Carlos Stanton has done in Miami. As he came up with 59 home runs. Just too short of what was is, what is considered a 61 record. But the reason why he's also significant. Because just how we're able to tie the home run judge to the home run hit and standing. We're also able to tie in the fact that Derek Jeter. Another New York Yankee. Does not want to keep this Miami player. This not Miami juggernaut. And you know what? From the New York Yankees. I take him. I want Juan Carlos Stanton on my team next year hitting home runs beside Aaron Judge. Can you imagine what would happen? Can you imagine the stardom? Can you imagine the excitement in the Big Apple if Juan Carlos Stantman joins the the pinstripes, the blue and whites, the champs to be with the greatest team in franchise history, the New York Yankees? Can you imagine? Well, we let you simmer on that as we go to break.
Stop trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again? Well, stop worrying and stop thinking and head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Scepter mixing in the lounge room so you can start dancing and start drinking. And we understand, some of you may be an introvert, so you may want to start drinking so you can start dancing. But regardless of what you do, you make sure you do that with DJ Scepter. That's every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone's. But wait, there's more. Trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday? Yes, hump day? You'll find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's right there on 441 between Coconut Creek and Royal Palm Boulevard. DJ Scepter plays everywhere that you want to be. Whether that's a birthday, a wedding, bar mitzvah, kinsnitter, proms, corporate events, bachelor or bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, just send a simple email to bookings at djscepter.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djscepter.com. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Talon Tomah Taylor. And you are listening on MightyRadio.net. And folks, yes, once again, if you don't know DJ Scepter, when I tell you he's DJing everywhere you want to be, DJ Scepter is also the brand new host. Or the, sorry, the brand new DJ of the Miami Heat's practice games. And this also lets you know DJ Scepter is also one of the people that we will be starting a new show with coming next year. Call the PB&J show. Yes, folks, that'll be me, DJ Scepter, and you've heard him on, you've also heard another one, another person on, on the show earlier this year. I think it was the first episode of the season. My good friend, Louis Mejia, he's also going to be on the show, and also Matthew Cutler. Folks, yes, we are going to be starting the PB&J show. You heard it here first on MyTRadio.net and the MyT Sports Podcast. So as we continue talking these sports, right? We have the NBA preseason that has finally started. And there's a lot of things that, that got it got we got to see early on, right? And oh my god, are we not happy? Are we not happy? I'm talking about like super duper happy. Right? Because we got we got the opportunity. We get the opportunity this year to see the new year, the, the new look New York Knicks, as they, as they are now led by Christoph Porzingis, a young squad with Tim Hardaway Jr., um, the guy in Michael Beasley. That listen, we understand, bro. We understand that you, but he makes potheads look bad. <laughs> right, so we get the new, so we get the new, the new look Knicks, and, and and they get the opportunity to see how they do. And even though they lost to Brooklyn, but they they. We're able to fare well. Christoph Porzingis ended up with 15 points, five rebounds, two blocks. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 17 points with seven rebounds to, you know. And even for Brooklyn, Brooklyn has a little bit of hope as DeAndre Russell is now in Brooklyn, and this at with 19 points and four assists. We'll let you know something about Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn and the New York Knicks and the New York Knicks and the New York and the Brooklyn Nets, right? Is that I'm on my player team on NBA 2K17, right? That I'm playing right now. I'm going to play the Knicks this year, right? Winning another championship, which is going to be the second championship I'm won with them, but my third overall, right? But it's be my first one I've won without Melo, but I'm going to get Christoph Porzingis a ring as well. After this, I'm going to leave and go to Brooklyn. I'm going to leave, I'm gonna leave and bro- go to Brooklyn and put Brooklyn on the map without a doubt. You know what I mean? I'm the player with, with Cloud everybody yap about. That, that, that kind of ish. And you know what? 49 minutes into the show, we haven't cursed. I don't think we've cursed all show. This may be a new record. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. I think we need some fireworks. Do I got fireworks? Okay, that's enough fireworks. That's enough fireworks. So, we also get to see Oklahoma City. As we talk about New York Knicks and the new look Knicks, we get a chance to see the new look Knicks because we also get a new look in Oklahoma City as we get to see Russell Westbrook, 
who didn't play, who wasn't played so far because he's dealing with some knee inflammation. He took an injection, I believe, in his knee. Um, but we get to see Paul George so far and basically Hoodie Mellow. But Hoodie Mellow is really just basically what I've been saying to you guys is considered, who is really just Olympic Mellow. Olympic Mellow is finally going to be putting in some effort because he's playing with people that he finds, that he feels like he can win with. But not only that, we also get an opportunity to finally see Chris Paul and, 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 and the bearded one, James and the bearded one, James Harden, start their start their duel together. Minnesota. <laughs> Remember I told you, there's about six teams in the West. The West are going to be so interesting to see. And all these teams are going to just constantly beat up on each other. Also in NBA news, Russell Westbrook finally signs his extension. Five years, over $205 million in for the for extended kind, I think it was like two, five years, two hundred seventeen million, something like something like that. So we know for a fact now that he would definitely be there for the two years that Kamala Anthony's there. He's gonna be there through at least the one year that Paul George is gonna be there, and then who knows what happens after that. But hey, it's it's kind of him showing commitment to a to a team that after they lost Sergi Baca, after they lost James Harden, after they lost Kevin Durant, they turned all of that into Kamala Anthony and Paul George. Not complaining. If you're him. Also in NBA news, we have the NBA All-Star game finally doing a shakeup because, hey, as we just told you, right, all of these guys are going over to the West, right? Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Camilla Anthony, right? All of these guys are just going over to the West. It's kind of made things a little lopsided. So, you know what NBA did has done so far? They're going to have two team captains, one captain for the East, one captain for the West. So, probably for this first year, we're probably even talking about Kevin Durant or Stephen Curry and the other one being LeBron James. Or Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? As a, but seriously, LeBron James as a team captain, and they're just gonna pick players as if they do on a on 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 a, on a playground, and that's how we're gonna have it. Basically, kind of how they how they've how they've kind of like tried to play around with the rookie this rookie sophomore All Star game a couple of times. Now we get to see it here. And you know it's a good thing because, like I said, nobody wants to see a super stack West versus LeBron James. Kyrie Irving, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Christoph Porzingis, because that's literally it. So another team that we actually gonna be watching tomorrow. Remember I told you we was trying to figure out who may take that little that, that last eight spot. New Orleans. Let's keep an eye out for New Orleans. Let's see if Boogie Cousins and the and 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 Unibrow can put things together. And let's give you a quick update, folks. Let's give you a quick update on this NBA championship oh, finals. Sorry, wrong one. The mighty fantasy football. Whoa. <laughs> you got things in a new spot. Sorry. 49-40. Minutes over, over LA. Six minutes left in the third quarter. So, ladies, actually, you know what? You know what? I may have been a little premature with <laughs> with, I, with my button pushing, but we are here. Like, like we are at this moment that, that, that is here for you guys. So without any further ado, what has very quickly become the most popular segment on the show and my favorite at that. The Mighty Fantasy Football Tips. Not winning tips, just tips. tips. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. So, folks, the mighty fantasy football tips. And it's going to be... It's going to be real simple. It's going to be real simple. We, we have a couple of drops. We have a couple of pickups. We have a couple of ups and downs, right? First thing you want to do, right? We're going we're gonna to pay attention to the injury report out there. As I told you, the Oakland Raiders quarterback, Derek Carr. If you have him, drop him. Take him out. I, I'm, I'm going to say you drop him. I don't even know if you even want to continue, even, even want to keep, keep him on the bench. I want to say completely drop him, take him out your roster, fill in that roster spot with somebody else. If he possibly comes back, comes back healthy and you feel that he's going to be a better producing quarterback than what you already have out there, then go ahead and pick him up. But right now, completely drop him off your roster. Another guy I'm probably going to say to drop off your roster 
is going to be Marcus Mariota, who is also out with a hand. Well, oh, sorry. She should really drop off your ass. We're going over the injury report. So another person that is out with injury right now is Marcus Mariota. You know, let's get some music in here. Hey. I like it already. I like it already. Hey. Hey. I got a little excited <laughs> So we have Marcus Mariota is going to be out, right? So the Tennessee Titans quarterback, and the same, the same, the same, the same advice that I gave you for Derek Carr, same advice I'm gonna give you for Marcus Mariota. Go ahead, take him out, drop him, don't even put him on your bench. Just go clear out the roster spot and, and see if you can find him somebody else. If you hear he's gonna come back and and you think that he, and things gonna be beneficial to your team, then you go ahead and add him in there. You know, drop him for another one of those quarterbacks. But at this point in time, I am not. Rushing myself to keep him in your lineup, right? Another one is going to be Dalvin Cook from Minnesota, right? This is a guy that broke his ankle in the game, right? The rookie, like I said, the rookie running back that was that was tearing up the league. So for him, not only am I take now now for him. I don't believe he's going to be coming back for the rest of the season, right? And and the reason I'm going to, and the reason that that's important that I don't believe he's coming back for the rest of the season. Sorry. Um, I do apologize. He didn't break his ankle. Dalvin Cook. He tore his ACL, and he's out for the rest of the season. Sorry, he's not the guy that broke his ankle. <laughs> There's another running back out. There was somebody else out there that broke it, broke their ankle. And it may be, maybe it's Seattle's. Maybe it's Seattle's. So, Delvin, Kick, Delvin Cook towards ACL. He's going to be out for the rest of the season. Take him out. Drop him. Find somebody else. Minnesota has a plethora of running backs that they're probably going to be using. They're probably going to try McKinnon back. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Um, is Eddie Lacy in Minnesota? Not Eddie Lacey. Eddie Lacey isn't the one that's in Minnesota. It's Latavius Murray that's in Minnesota. So you can look for you can look for McKinnon. You can look for Latavius Murray. They're probably gonna start getting the bulk of that running of that running game. But you know what? But somebody to kind of look forward to, right? Is CJ Ham. They may give him a play. So right now you kind of don't know who Minnesota is gonna play in their very first in their very first game of running back. So take a look at all of them. Keep all of them on on your watch. Take a shot at maybe one or two of them. But for right now, I would say just kind of hold back and see who they play before you figure out before you just go picking up any one of their players. Or make sure you do some extensive research between now and Friday, between now and Sunday's game. When is Minnesota, when is Minnesota play? Do they play Monday? Ah, between now and even Monday, you have some time to decide if you want to pick up a pick up a a player for from Minnesota that's a running back. Also injured, you need to be careful of is Washington's defense. As I told you, Washington's defense lost tons of players. But just as quickly as I told you that Washington's defense last week was one of the top. Five rated defenses, and they were available in ninety-five percent of leagues last um last week. Well, you know what? They may stay available in ninety-five percent of leagues this week because they lost a lot of players in this last week, and I don't see any reason to particularly pick them up until they get battle tested some more. So, a couple of pickups that you probably need to have right is going to be the running back Collins, very first from. He's a running back college from Baltimore. He is going to be a very quick 
early pickup. As like I said, he ran for 82 yards last week, and so far he's looking to be the guy. Alex Collins, that is. He's looking to be the guy that is going to be the the number one receiver of the ball when it comes to rushing right now. It's possible. Like, a lot of that still may go to Javarius Allen, maybe even Terrence West. But for right now, I'm expecting that Collins, Alex Collins, is going to continue to get majority of the ball because he showed to be productive <laughs> and to want it just a little bit more. He may be one somebody that, that you're that you're able to pick up. Also, if we're talking about out of players that was injured, we said that Seattle had an injured player, right? We said Seattle lost their running back. Seattle's also going to be a team that we're not quite sure of where they're going to go with their running back situation as of yet. As Seattle is a team that has is a team that has Eddie Lacy. They may go JD McKistic, not quite sure yet. Um, Eddie Lacy has been reactivated, as, as we said, for Seattle. Who else is out there? Who else is out there? Thomas Rawls is even out there right now for, for Seattle. So just like how I said, you may want to wait a little bit before just go picking up players. Seattle's another team, like, kind of like Minnesota, not quite sure where they're going to go yet. But they're going to be, these are teams looking for a new running back to replace the ones that they have. And, team, and Seattle is definitely one of those teams that likes to run the ball. Minnesota was a team that liked to run the ball. So whoever they pick up as their running back, whoever they finally gets that number one spot, is going to get a decent heavy workload. A team that I, 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 if I'm going to pick up a quarterback for one week or you're looking for a, a, um, a plug-and-play quarterback, I'll pick up the quarterback from Indianapolis. And you know what? Let's go find his name. I told you. like I kind of fished around this the whole entire, the whole entire segment. Let's make sure that we get this player's name for you because, listen, I am pretty... Damn sure that as a quarterback that he is available, and it is Jacoby Brissett. If I and listen, I know I know Jacoby Brissett only put up nine points for some odd reason in a game versus San Francisco. I think Jacoby Brissett is going to put up a little bit more than nine points. He's going to be one of those. He, he could even be I, 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 only because I expect Ty Hilton to have a monster game. And if I expect T.Y. Hilton to have 140-something yards, that means that Brissett is going to have a close to 200, 250-yard game. I'm, I'm, good. I'm just going to expect that to happen for him. So if you want a quick plug-and-play quarterback for one week, I think Tony, I, I, I think, uh, not Tony Brissett, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett is a good pickup to have. Another good pickup to have for this week, right, as we're going into overtime for you ladies, right, giving, giving you that extra extra, right? We're also gonna want to pick up a couple of Jets players as they are going up against the Cleveland Browns, and 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 it's really in that wide rec- in, in that receiving core, Jermaine Curse, Robbie Anderson, and even they they have shown those two wide receivers for the Jets have shown to be very good productive wide receivers. So if, so if you don't have wide receivers giving you eight to nine points a game, then you're looking at two wide receivers that can definitely give you that in a, in a game. Also, if you don't have a wide receiver, that, if you don't have a, a tight end that's giving you four to five six points a game. Then, and you looking for somebody real quick? Sephron Jenkins is a guy from the Jets that has that has been so far efficient. It's one of these guys is going to find the end zone in this Sunday's game. You just have to find. You just have to roll the dice and get lucky and figure out which one it is. Who is going to be? It's going to be. It's going to be Karras, Anderson or Jenkins. My money, honestly, is on Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson has been speechless so far. Has been able to get behind defenses and take the top off and take the top off and be able to get into that end zone. Robbie Anderson is actually my pick for this week. Now, a couple of people that I told you to try to play this week also. Well, you don't even have to worry about picking them up off the bench. Just edit your lineup and, and, and make sure that you're playing these guys. You should have Indianapolis's wide receiver T.Y. Hilton in your lineup somewhere. Put him in against the San Francisco defense. I expect a big game out of him. With Derek Carr being out injured, and until that until Oakland Raiders can figure out what their real what really is their next quarterback play. I expect a heavy dose of, 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 of beast mode, this, as I told you, this week. So if you have Marshall Lynch, I say start Marshall Lynch this week. He should get a lot of play. Now, as I did inform you, as we're going to try to get the next last of this out in 15, in 15 seconds, probably won't happen, that 
there are four teams with a bye week, which which what that means to you is that you don't want to play these players this week because they won't be able to produce any points points for you this week because they're on a bye week, which means that they are not playing. So take out all of your players from New Orleans. This means you're hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm sorry, I said New Orleans first. Let's go with Atlanta. You want to take out all of your players for Atlanta, right? This means Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman. Um, who else is this? Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Matt Bryant, a kicker. Take him out. <laughs> and if somebody has um Tevin Coleman, maybe even Jacoby Jones. And their defense, their tight ends, take out all of them. So if you're wondering the guys I'm talking about, Matt Ryan, yes, yeah, sit him down. Matt Bryant and Devontae Freeman. Yes. Sit them all down. They're not playing this week. Also, not playing this week is Denver. So for Denver, most likely you have Denver's defense, right? Take out Denver's defense. Take out CJ Anderson. Take out Trevor Simeon. And that's if you have these guys. And the reason I'm saying these guys, because those are the three highest scoring players for the team. Believe it or not. Trevor Simeon, CJ Anderson, and the Denver Broncos defense. If you have Emmanuel Sanders, which a lot of people have, even though he hasn't been able to produce so far, sit him down. If you have Demarius Thomas, who a lot of people have so far, have these are the two wide receivers for Denver. Sit them down. They, they're barely scoring for you anyway, so this is good that they have a bye week. They need to get their ish together. Who else is it? Who else is there? Then, as I said, there is New Orleans. So, automatically, yes. Drew Brees, sit him down. Demarius, is it Demarius Thomas? Sorry, not Demarius Thomas. Michael Thomas, sit him down. Their kicker, Lutz, sit him down. And Kamara, their young running back. These are guys I'm pretty sure that most of you guys have. Ted Ginn Jr., sit these guys down they are not going to be playing this week also last but not leastly we have washington we have the washington capitals right kirk cousins set him they're running back chris thompson sit him even though he failed to find the end zone he really wasn't in a passing groove this week and he can really use the break so sit him down chris thompson i'm not sure how many players that you that you guys have out there from washington but sit these guys down the washington redskins defense as i told you eh, they're gonna be having some problems but you know what more than anything else sit them down terrell Pryor, sit them down you don't, you don't need these guys they're not gonna be in the game i'm hungry show is over thank you guys for listening as i always say stay tuned stay blessed don't stress and as we continue on this path to grow. Remember, one hand washes the other and both wash the face. Thank you for listening. This is Mighty Sports Podcast on MightyRadio.net. I am your host, Talon Doma Taylor. I am out of here. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. 6054. Bars closing down. Minnesota up. Sun's out. 42 seconds Where left. Are we going for breakfast. In the third. WNBA Don't finals. Go far. Make sure you watch it, folks. It's exciting. Night. Die, baby. Die. My team!